Hello and welcome to Awakening Soul Circle. And we are your hosts, Cheryl and Dagmar. Join us while we talk about everyday themes from a spiritual point of view. Today we're going to have a bit of a chat about when we first started to question things. What about you, Dagmar? Well, I remember I was probably eight or ten and I don't know why, but I never brought it up with my parents, but I used to sit in my bedroom on my own and I was just wondering where we came from. Really? And I was just reflecting, thinking, you know, where do we come from? Where do we go? And, yeah, I find that just just really um, interesting. And, and, yeah, I don't know why. I've never asked my parents. And it was probably a good thing that I never did because my parents, um, they believe, you know, when you die, you just die. That's it. That's the end of it. You're buried. And um, they don't really believe in having a soul and even being able to come back to this planet. And so it was probably a good thing that I didn't bring it up with my parents. Yeah, for your own, for your own sanity, <laughs> your own peace of mind. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, I find it interesting because they say that you choose your parents, you know. And um, Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, but, you know, my path has been completely different and taking me somewhere completely different. And it's just amazing how you you don't just choose parents that have the same beliefs, but you really have to work for it and and go your own journey to to get to that place where I'm now. What about yeah, you? Well, look at you. Look at you. You came from Switzerland all the way here to Australia. So yeah. um, that was a big leap of faith. So, um yeah, that's amazing. That young. Did you ever you find yourself, I, I was doing this too, sitting there just outside looking at the stars in the winter or in, especially in the summer, laying on the grass, looking at all of the um, star systems, wondering what was out there? Yeah, same thing. And it's just you, you just can't get your head around it, you know, thinking that um, there's probably not the same life that we have here on the planet on Earth, but surely there must be something else. And, and especially, as you said, at night when you're just looking up in the stars, you go, wow, you know, what yeah. else is out there that we don't even know about? How was it created and, you know, where did it, where did yeah. it come from? And um, yeah. all of those. So did you, were you always spiritual or were you you know do you call yourself an old soul when you were young or where um, did you start no I, I don't think I'd class myself as an old soul um I know I had a knowing that there was always something out there uh it was never it it never felt strange yeah my 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 parents came from from England and um one was a Catholic and one was a Protestant and never the, sh never the two should mix, apparently. So they moved to Australia. And so I wasn't brought up in a religious family or anything like yeah. that. So it was just, we just enjoyed, we just enjoyed life. But, you know, there were restrictions, but mm. always knew that there was more. Um, but, you know, isn't it... Isn't sorry? Isn't no. it interesting that a lot of people, especially in the old days, a lot of people believe in God, and I mean that is something that you can't see, you don't know, you don't have proof for, mm. and that is actually okay and that's accepted. But to actually believe in something spiritual and that we are souls and you know we're coming back, a lot yeah. of people are struggling with that. Exactly, and in, and it's actually all the same thing. It's just how yeah. how one another interprets it. 
um, yeah. So I remember when I was about seven, our grand grandparents came out from England to visit and they were here for six months and they were the only grandparents I ever knew and I was about seven. Yeah, I was about seven. And the uh, my grandpa was lovely, real softy. My grandmother was quite hard. And anyway, when they eventually went back to England, my grandpa wasn't very well and um, my grandmother was quite demanding and got him to go out into the snow, as it turned out, while he was actually quite ill, turned out with pneumonia. Yeah. And he went out and got her whatever she wanted and came home and collapsed and basically passed away the next, the next day. Wow. And when, um, when we were told, um, my uncle came over and told my parents and came over to tell me as well, and I already knew. They told me, oh, you know, grandpa's died. And I said, yeah, I know. And they said, what are you talking about? They, you know, it sounded like a precocious child. But I just knew, I just had this feeling that he just wasn't around anymore and because we, we'd really hit it off. They were only here for like six months, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably the first time I... Now when I think about it, it's the first time I can really say that I felt something. Um, certainly started looking for other things, you know, as, as, you, as you grow up start searching yeah. and you know you go to school and you hear about different things and you start investigating what about you I think I was a pretty normal child as such you know I remember in the old days when I was young my mom she she would buy um organic food or you know she would oh. do certain things and I was a bit of a rebel I was like you know why are you doing all this rubbish yeah. You're a rebel. and um <laughs> I don't know why but I was really fighting it and now I'm I'm probably more extreme than my parents in that respect. And um, it's it's funny how yeah it it was just my journey that I had to go. And so, so I was sorry. So your your mum was actually buying organic vegetables back then. Yeah, she was. She was um, looking at that. Not not you know real um strict but she was certainly um where she could she was buying um organic food you know and I thought oh that's just rubbish you know it doesn't make yeah. a difference yeah. and now I've really turned um completely into a different direction yeah. and um I've probably overtaken my parents in that respect you planted and, um, you planted the seed yeah yeah but again but when I was young I was really going against all that you know I don't know mm. if it's that I just didn't want to be told and I was really just a down-to-earth person and um you know just going through what I had to go through on this planet it was really just only later that um especially when I started communicating with animals I think that just opens the door that there's so much more and you can actually talk to other beings um without verbal language and it just opens all these doors. And I find, you know, once you um, communicate it with animals and you know how to access that information and how to download that information, there's no boundaries. Like you can communicate yes. with any beings. You can just download any information that you want. And that's something that you do as well. I think that's, um, you know, channeling or just um, having conversations with the universe or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And um, even if you're in a situation and, 
I think we both do that a lot when we have our sessions that, you know, before you have a session, you actually sit down and you just connect and just find out, you know, where do we go? What do I need to pay attention to? And I find that really interesting how you get all this information that you wouldn't have thought about. Oh, meeting you was just changed changed my life in another direction. I was already moving in a spiritual direction because I'd been I'd been searching and then meeting you and during your course just opened me up to another well maybe it just opened up my channel more I suppose and so many new things have come in since yeah um, and, it, and it's funny because I've got a lot of people that say that I've got a friend and um, she's a lawyer and a vet so she was very um, scientific and um, so she booked a reading with me and um, same thing you know she only as I said, being a vet, being very um, scientific after the reading and she put things into place and, you know, that just opened the door. She then went on to study Chinese medicine and just wow. pushed her onto her own um, journey, her spiritual journey, and that is absolutely amazing. And I think that's something that animal communication just does to a lot of people that you just go, wow, you know, there's so much more. And as I said, once you know how to download that information, it just flows. Yeah. It's pure love. I mean, when you connect, when you connect with pure love, that trust and belief in yourself is is just amplified. You can just feel the love from the animal. So you it, it, you just get all warm and fuzzy. That's how I feel anyway. Yeah, yeah. And you know, often people um, feel guilty about things that happen with animals, but. Um, animals know that we do the best we can with the knowledge we have at the time because as you said they just come from pure love you know they don't have this mm. about forgiveness and feeling guilty and feeling bad about things in the end it's our journey and sometimes yes bad things happen but why did, when these things happen then we learn how to deal with them and that might push us into a different direction whether it's for our professions or whatever else is going on into in in our lives you know a lot of people that have, for example, been through abuse are the ones that then become counsellors because they've experienced it themselves. And, yeah, and so the journey is not always an easy journey, is it? Uh, no, no. No, quite often there's trauma in your life that catapults you into a, a, a fantastic direction as, yeah. as long as you can allow yourself to open up and go, go with the journey, go with the flow. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we've all had trauma in our lives. But the thing is, if you do have trauma, then you're going to look for solutions because you go like, I can't cope with this. I have to do something about it. And that's yeah. when you start looking. If everything runs smoothly, you know, you just continue with your life and do what you do every day, but you're not actually searching for things. So I think we really need this to trigger us to go and, and look for different things and then it happens again and then we might again look for other things and find other things. So it's it's really just trusting this process that um, it's really meant to get us to a good place and not that it's actually giving us a hard time. Yeah, life's pretty boring if you keep it all the same, isn't it? You've got, because we as, we as humans, we we want to look forward to something. We, you know, yes. we're, we're looking for some sort of reward or payoff for something. Um, whether it be good or bad yeah and um so yeah it'd be pretty boring if it was just all the same in a box you know 
Yeah. And, and it's the same with animals, you know, um, often, the, especially horses, they come in our lives and gee, you know, they tricky horses and people go, oh, you know, I just want an easy horse. But again, if you have an easy horse, you don't learn all these things. And then if you learn all these things, you, you might want to help other people in those situations as well. So it's really about, about just accepting it as our journey and about growing. And that's the only way we grow. We don't grow if everything runs smoothly. Going back to what you were saying about when you started, you were learning animal communication yourself. Was there um, any mentors or, you know, books that you were searching for or um, experiences that you got yourself involved in to further yourself? Well, I think I've always, you know, I've got photos of myself when I was two years old chasing the cats around the place. I was always an animal person, probably more than a people person. So I was always, you know, I'd rather hang out with the animals than with people. And um, I had, yeah, I had an absolute great teacher back in Switzerland and that's where it all started. And um, But like everyone, you know, I was really questioning it because it's not something that you can prove black or white. It's not like getting an email and you can show it to your friends and mm. say that's what my animals said. So um, because as we grow up, we just learn to question ourselves and we learn to be critical, self-critical and yeah. judgmental <laughs> and judge others and anything that's weird. Oh, you know, this person is weird and that person is weird. And, um, you know, here I am doing something that's extremely weird and really oh. having the confidence to do that oh, is it's yes. just such a big step for everyone, for you probably as well. Yeah. Well, when they, they say that, you know, you come into the world you know, as this soul, and you don't, everything is light and love and um, there's, everything is, yeah, everything is joy. And then it's conditioning as you get older, around three or four, you're picking up all of these patterns from your parents and, you know, other siblings and just the world around and, you. And, and, and everything is, everything is a condition, you know, yeah. no one is, born a christian or born a muslim Correct, or yeah. or born this or born that i mean obviously we i mean certain things you know you have that love for animals in you and it's actually quite funny because my parents are not very i mean they like animals as such but they would never have a pet that's oh, nothing really? for them yes oh, yeah okay. they, they do like plants a lot they like birds but yeah they've never been you know cat and dog at all and I was born something completely different. I've always had that love for animals in me. So that was actually quite interesting. You you were you came to be their daughter to experience something for certain. Um, yeah. But it's interesting and- how interesting how I still pursued that path of um, you know, wanting to be with the animals and being with the animals, you know. Um, and that's probably also why I ended up in Australia. You know, I had to get away from this um, way I was conditioned back in Switzerland, and I just had to come here where I'm free to just do what I feel is right. Mm. Yeah. Well, you're very good at it, <laughs> as many people around the world know. Yeah. Well, you you had a quite an interesting path too, from your profession to to where you're at now oh. on your your spiritual journey as well. Yeah, I suppose I had children, had children young and um, been married for over 40 years plus. And um, 
we've always sort of known that there was something out there, the two of us. But as life sort of goes, you know, you just get absorbed in working and your family and that. And we had some, we had a couple of traumatic, two traumatic events in our family, our own little family. Yeah. Um, over the years that sort of changed things for us. Um, and it wasn't until the last one about seven years ago that I really found myself, I suppose. I lived in my husband's shadow for most of that because that yeah. was just how I thought it was. And even though I had all these, these thoughts and we lived in a house, um, our, our family house, we lived there for about 20 years where the kids grew up and it always had lots of interesting things happening in there. Like you would see little flashes, <laughs> flashes of light down the, down the hallway and as you'd be sitting in the bedroom or there would be a strange smell in a bedroom um, at certain times and there was no problems with, you know, no dead animals or anything like that. Yeah. And so there was all these weird things that were happening and we had, we had a, a friend of our daughter's come to visit one day who was a psychic and actually um, she said, oh, you've got quite a few spirits in this house. And we joked and said, yeah, we often talk to them. We hear them. We see, we see little flashes. But, you know, didn't really delve into anything. Yeah. But it wasn't until this last traumatic event that I personally stepped up and uh, instead of living in Greg's shadow, started to think, well, okay, you've got to do some things for yourself. You've got to um, believe in yourself and trust in yourself that you can do things. And I started, I started looking for what was out there. And a friend of mine's daughter gave me this massage. I was desperate for it. And she gave me some Reiki at the same time. And I had no idea what Reiki was. And then the next thing I know, I'm at a Reiki workshop a week or so later, being attuned to Reiki 1, and then, oh, my God, that was like the floodgates opened. Um, I saw in a, uh, one of the attunements, the meditation, I saw angels. Um, I, you know, I felt spirit around me. Um, it was just wonderful. I cried and cried and cried during this meditation and attunement. And I felt so much lighter afterwards it was like mm -hmm. the I've been carrying around this weight this weighted coat yeah and it was off and after that I started playing around with what I what I'd learned and wanted to read more about it and then I started going into um, tarot angel tarot you know, oracle cards and looked up feng shui and um, then more meditation. Um, I just couldn't get enough. Um, and in the last seven years, I've I'm now Reiki two certified, and I'm going to do my um, Reiki master soon. So okay, yeah. Um, and, and obviously, and I've done I've done your courses as well. So um, my my life now is all about the spiritual metaphysical realm that's that's my yeah. everyday life now 
um, more yeah. and more. Um, obviously, there's but, the everyday but, world out there. Um, yeah. But again, you know, it was a, a traumatic event that got you there. Otherwise, you would have correct. just been happily just continuing living in Greg's shadow and oh. just, you know, doing, doing, um, just doing what you're comfortable. Yeah. You know, we need to get out of our comfort zone to make a change. And what I find these days is really hard is that we distract ourselves. You know, everyone can go and do it, but most people are so in this life and distracted and, you know, just not not going within, but always just being out there. Yeah. Like, you know, watching like, TV and, and media and um, social media but not actually taking the time. And we're always saying, oh, I hadn't, I didn't have time, I didn't have time. But it's really not about not having time. It's about making time. And that's really all you need to get started is just yeah. to slow down, go within, start meditating and, you know, like start journaling what we're doing, you know, um, downloading information and just writing things down or even with dreams, you know, you can yeah. have... Um, yeah. When you go to bed, you can, um, you know, wanting to address something in your dreams. And as soon as you wake up, just write down what has yeah. come through. And that's all stuff where we just need to take the time and make the time to do it. Yeah. I think we actually feel that we have to fill time. Women are very, uh, very bad at this. We can't sit still. We find yeah. that we have to be doing something, thinking of something, writing lists you know, planning our time instead of actually taking a breath, even just sitting there and taking a breath, just doing some deep breaths just to calm yourself. That's something. But I think I think that comes from, from the old times, you know, where you have to be busy and you have to be doing things to be a good housewife or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. And so if I we agree. sit still, we think, oh, I'm lazy or I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing anything, but it's really making that time for yourself mm. um, to, to get there. Yeah, most definitely. It wasn't until really I was, in my case, even though I was still I've been, um, a Reiki practitioner now for about four years, um, it wasn't until we've moved to where we are now by the ocean, which I'm very grateful and thankful for, that the energy that, we'll, that we've both gained from just being out there and grounding ourselves, you know, in the sand and in the, in, and in the water and just going for walks anywhere um, mm. has really relaxed our whole way of thinking. And so instead of us thinking, oh, okay, you know, come home from work and make dinner and, put the TV on and just watch whatever that we've probably seen three and four times, filling time. Yeah, um, yeah. It's now, now it's like, okay, could we get up, we, we meditate in the morning now. Um, not every morning, if I'm truthful, um, but most mornings. And um, we see how we, see how we feel for the day. Um, I've got into yoga lately, so which is which is really good it's also keeping me um flexible <laughs> mm -hmm. and it's it's important to get into a routine to make it a habit because once it's a habit it's something like brushing the teeth you know you get up you brush your teeth you don't even question Correct. it and you don't go oh i haven't got time to brush my teeth because that's in your routine and you plan, plan those five minutes to do it 
And that's really once you get into, um, you know, into a routine with something and you make it a habit, it just becomes normal. And as you said, sometimes there might be a time where you just don't have the time to do it, but it's important to stick to it and make it a habit so it becomes a routine and then it's a lot easier. And that's also something we're going to be talking in one of our episodes, you know, where where you can start and where you can just make it easy for yourself. Um, even, you know, I, I had one big thing was as well in the mornings, you know, I turn my phone on and I have a look at my emails and, you know, messages and things like that. Oh, um, and look <laughs> with my assistant, what he's done. But the, the problem is, you know, I look at the emails, I look at, oh, yeah, he's done this and he's done that, but I don't respond to it. So what's the point of looking at it? Yeah, I might yeah. as well just not do it and do my routine and, you know, spend some time with my animals, do what I'm doing. And then when I'm actually going to answer the emails and do it, I mean, fair enough, if you want to have a quick look, you know, is there any urgent urgent readings I need to do? But as soon as we know, as soon as you're on the phone, you distract yourself with it. And then, oh, yeah, I'll quickly go and check that as well. So I've really made it a bit of a habit to just say, I'm, I'm not doing it. You know, I really need that peace and quiet in the morning that I can connect with myself, ground myself, connect with my animals. And that also gives you a good start in the day, I find. For me, things yeah. like that are well, quite well done. Yeah. Mm. I, I found a simpler way. I mean, not simpler, but I actually started writing in my diary that I use for, for work and, you know, appointments and things like that because I use that a fair bit to actually set myself time for myself. So it was yeah. it was like allowing myself to have time, which which is yeah. a bit sad in a way of it being like that. But I, I figure this is part of my journey of letting go and feeling yeah. worthy enough to slot that amount of time in. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I've I see that a lot around the place with friends and and family, and you feel really sad for them when mm. they can't they can't see what they're doing to themselves and yeah um, and it, it's only it's only once you you know you have a heart attack or you break your leg and sometimes um they're fairly harsh things but sometimes it's our body of saying hang on I need a break you know we need yeah. to stop here and then you're actually forced to do it you know when you're sick you just really can't do it and you need to go to bed and sleep so if your body needs to sleep you sometimes do get sick because your body is saying hey you need to slow down right now and it's just great if you can actually slow down before it gets to that point before you actually you know do some Collapse. damage to yourself <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah I find trusting myself is just it was the hardest thing um as, as you know we've had these conversations re recently about just starting this podcast and um, just believing in ourselves that we we can do something and um, that, you know, we can share because, you know, we're, we're all women. It's, there's a lot of things that are changing in the world. Um, we're all worthy of, to be listened to. Um, and there's all these new things out there that is exciting. Um, and there's no reason why we can't actually get out there and and try things and um, enjoy. And them. I think a lot a, a lot of it is coming from the school, you know. And all days are are at school, you know. You need to prove and you need to be the best. And but you know you you can't measure um, different people with different abilities and different strengths on the same thing. 
because one person is good at this, another person is good at that, but it doesn't mean they're worthy less. But in school, we often get taught that, oh, you're not good at sports, you know, and and then we nearly end up having having a meltdown um, because we think we're not good enough or other people tell us we're not good enough at something. But, hey, we're probably 10 times better than them at something else. But still, we never look at that. We never see that. But if we yeah. get put down, we just see that one negative thing. And it's really hard to build up that trust again to say, you know what, I'm worthy. I'm good enough. I'm good at what I'm doing. And not just being put into a box and having to um, fit into that box. Yeah. Have you, have you, are you looking at doing any other, any courses yourself? Is there anything out there that's really taking your fancy at, at the moment? I know you um, live a busy life, but. Yes, there's there's a couple of things that I would like to look into more that um, I haven't really um, looked into more. I want to do a lot more into um, shamanism. Oh, yeah, I really like that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's probably also I'm at that stage where I really just, again, need to focus more on just taking that time for myself and, and not even like not needing a teacher but me being my own teacher yes which we are you know um as we had that discussion before it's like you know um do we need to do research about things or do we just listen to ourselves you know because we have all that information in there you know animals they know what's wrong with them they can tell you what you know whether they have cancer or they don't have cancer or what vitamins and minerals they need mm. And we know nothing. We go to the doctor and we go, doctor, what's wrong with me? I don't know what's wrong with me. You know, so that's that's quite sad because if we listen to ourselves, we actually know what's wrong with us and we can even ask a question, what's going to make us better? But we don't trust that. We always question that because we only, we've been taught that only a doctor can tell us what's wrong with us and only a doctor can tell us what's going to make us better. But we know these days that, for example, natural remedies, you know, that's the thing that works, you know, horses or animals in general, they self-medicate and we can do it too if we actually go within and listen to ourselves. So um, I think I'm just at a stage as well where I really need to trust that more and get into that more and really ask those questions and get the answers and follow it up and then see how this really works. And if I'm getting information, yes, it works and I can I can trust in it. Hey, um, you're great with your meditations, with your course and uh, courses. Um, is there any particular ones that you like to do yourself? Like, do you do guided meditations or um, do you just free meditate? Um, for anybody out there who's not really certain what meditation really is, is just quietening the mind. Yeah. And, and, using that breath work that I spoke about before just some deep breaths to quieten yourself down and just get inside yeah. yourself I do like I do like guided meditations just because my mind is so busy and it just helps me if I listen to something it's a lot easier to sticking to it where you know um other people they will say oh you know that's just rubbish it's really just about breathing and just sort of imagining how the air goes into your system mm. and really focusing on that but just letting go of any thoughts which can be quite tricky especially if you haven't meditated you know a guided meditation might be easier i also do um self-hypnosis 
Right. Um, so I guess that goes a bit into um, manifesting things, um, which which I do like a lot. Um, Self-hypnosis. Can you explain that a bit more? Um, well, it's, it's probably a bit Without like... hypnotising like... me? <laughs> well, I've actually got a good friend in Switzerland and I do, um, I do hypnosis sessions with her because really often there is stuff that is just in your unconscious mind. And as much as you would like to change your thinking, you know, if you have a certain belief, it's just stuck in your unconscious mind and you sometimes need to go back in the past. But there's a lot of things that you can do, even that you yourself you know, if something happens, for example, um, you know, if 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 you're upset about something, you know, it's obviously there is something that's triggering you and you need to ask yourself, where is that coming from? And going back in your past and, and realizing where this started, because often this is something that occurred before and it's coming back up because it is something that hasn't been resolved. So um, really just going back into, okay, oh, I remember, you know, when I was 16, I had a similar problem and then just releasing that, letting go. And then often things don't come back because you actually resolve them. If you don't resolve them, they'll just yeah. keep coming back. And that's why we find ourselves in those patterns all the time. You know, yes. you'll find that, um, for example, women that are in, in domestic violence relationships you know they if they get out of one they often find themselves in the same relationship again it's because it's just stuff that hasn't been healed and we can definitely play blame our partner for it but most of them they just come in our life because they want to show us something about ourselves and it's it's not well, got really yeah. anything to do with them well we attract you know thoughts of things and you know yes uh, we attract those actions so absolutely yeah. and you, you only people always think you know you need to solve it on the outside and you know you need to make this go away or that way go away but you actually need to solve it inside you and then it mm. won't come back it's just coming back to say hey this hasn't been healed yet you need to heal it yeah i um with all of this exploration that i've been doing with myself um i found this great little guided meditation that was uh, in a child work Oh, oh, yes. Yep. That was great. It was only really short. It was only like about 10, 10 minutes, if that. Yeah. And really helped me um, to actually talk to that that little girl. Um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, and and I cried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit yeah. of a crybaby. Um, but all, all this work is really emotional. And I think that's also why a lot of people don't want to do it. They don't want to go within and bring up those painful most moments and experiences yeah. Mm. yeah most definitely because it's the unknown that you know it it can hurt yes it will, i'd it rather block hurt. it out you know yeah. yeah we all do that facing up to facing up to things as i've yeah, got older no. i've found that i've found find that my life has gone full circle there's people that have come back in my life that i have not seen for 20 30 odd years and I may have had some sort of uncomfortable feeling about at the time or you know a memory that I, you know might have had an occasion where I really didn't like them back then yeah. and then we drifted away and it's they've come back again and it's a bit like oh they're back um okay mm. I have to deal with this now um yeah yeah and just and I, and I think that's that's part of just the growth. Um, you know, Absolutely. They call, it, they call it enlightenment, 
and Mm. Uh, but also you know if you change all of a sudden you're attracting those people you're attracting people that are on the same path as you mm. you yeah, know I'm, all of a sudden you you oh I didn't even know that you know you're you're awakened or you're on this spiritual journey and um it's just amazing how all of a sudden you're surrounded by all these by the right people that serve you at the time yeah they're, they're all lessons I, they are Yes. I truly believe they're all lessons. Like everything that's happening in, in the world, not that I want to talk about that, it's all lessons for us to mm. sit quietly and deal within our own minds and yeah. work out how we feel. Feelings are, are massive. Yeah. Feelings, feelings are actually our teachers. Yes, yeah. But, you know, I find what really helped me as well was, you know, if I find myself in a situation or with someone you know something that I don't like is really um, just seeing them as my teachers and not as a bad person yes they might be doing something to me that's not nice but they're just acting that for me to show me something about myself so it's it's not really their fault they come in 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 our lives you know nearly like an actor and if I can actually solve that then they whether they won't do it again or where those people disappear out of my life but, um, you know, probably, if, uh, you know, many years ago, I was the same. I go, oh, you know, this person did that. And we're blaming people for things. But if you can see them as someone to just come in your life to show you something and teach you something about mm. yourself, it makes it a lot easier not to sort of have a grunge, you know. And, and you're, you're right. You're completely right. It's just it's it's doing it. It's getting it's feeling comfortable enough to be able to do that. Um, yeah. You know, for a lot of us, we hold resentment over things and we don't yes. know how we don't know how to let it go. Um, and uh, quite often, as like we said before, it comes back to trauma. You know, something will come yeah. out of yeah. the blue and smack you in the face and mm. get you to realize. And, you know, and you'll, you'll try one thing and it doesn't work. You'll try something else. And all of a sudden you've got all these tools and, you know, it's just amazing the knowledge you build around that, that you just, um, you know, for one situation, one thing might work for another situation, another thing might work and every person is different. So what works for you might not work for me, but that's really, again, that's our journey. That's what we have yeah. to find out for ourselves. And, you know, the sooner we give in to having this struggle and this fight, the easier it will become. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely agree with you there. I mean, look yeah. at us. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would have thought, you know, and that's just information that we both downloaded, you know, and yeah. as I said, I just love what we do is we, we have a discussion about something, then, you know, I go, go away, you go away. We, we channel, we um, just write things that come down on where we need to be and what we need to do. Yeah. And the advice we get is just absolutely, wow, you know, I didn't even think about that. And um, it's just so much easier if we can actually do that because we have so much help. You know, we're not alone. We, we can ask any question. We can ask the universe. You know, some people, they like to call it God or, or universe or whatever it is, yeah. source. But, um, you know, we can, we have help. We're not here on our own. We're not alone. We're certainly, certainly not alone. And it's, it's a wonderful feeling when you realise that you're not alone. No. And um, the sooner we give in to it, the easier we make it for ourselves. Yeah, most definitely. I wish, yeah, a lot of the world would. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, sometimes I think I wish I would have known that when I was 10 years old. It, it oh, would have made my life a lot easier because, you know, we've all been struggling for a lot of years. But again, you know, we wouldn't have got there. And it, it's our journey. It's where we have to be and where we have to go. And we just need to trust that. Yeah. I um, was just thinking about, you know, all of those lost civilizations and what, you know, like the the Egyptians, the old Egyptians and the Mayans and the Aztecs and Atlantis and all of this, you know, these they're, they're lost physically, but there's got to be, there's so much information out there. So they're not actually totally lost. So, you know, because we're learning from that. I was sort of thinking about your shamanism that you were talking about. Yeah. Isn't that, is that's well the shamans all around the world but isn't there like in south america the shamans are really um quite an important person in in tribes and um but i mean you you look at all these um indigenous people you know they're just so much closer to nature to source and they're so much more connected because um i think we've just turned it all off we could have that as well but we don't yeah. Because we're so much into listening to what other people tell us who we should be and how we should be. We yeah. forget to trust and we forget to listen to ourselves, you know. We just need to follow certain patterns and that's how we have to be. And um, w- But we could be at the same place. Yeah. If we yeah, there's to. got to be this, there's got to be so much more out there that is hidden that we that we can somehow access. I just can't can't stop thinking about what you were saying earlier about uh, shamanism. I don't know why. It's just they're, in, they're sitting heavily in my mind at the moment. So whether it's mm. something that you're meant to be going to do to learn a bit about um, mm. or not, but, yeah. But, again, you know, I said that to trigger something in you. You know, and and that's how we learn, you know, even me when when I was young and when my journey started and um, I started to awaken, um, I would hear things and I would go, no, you know, what a load of rubbish. And then you hear it again and you think, hang on, you know, and then you hear it again and again. And that's how we awaken. So Mm. someone is planting these seeds and unless that happens, you know, I often have people say, oh, you know, I just don't talk about it. But it's like, well. You know, that was my journey. And I'm glad that people said things to me that I thought were were absolutely crazy at the time because otherwise um, I wouldn't be here. One of the best guided meditations I've done is a shaman. Is a shaman um, meditation yeah. with with the drums mm. and the flutes and all yeah, that sort of I thing. Love, and it's just, it just gets inside you. You mm. can just feel it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know what you said about, um, you know, being healers and things like that. And I've done my Reiki courses, but I've mm. done healing before I've done the Reiki courses because, because, again, I believe everyone can do it. Some people are probably not as connected and um, they, they might need help getting to that place. But it is something everyone can do. We just need to do it. We need to trust ourselves. And that is often the problem, you know, that we just don't have that faith. But, you know, to get better, you go to a doctor and they cut something out. You can't make yourself better by cutting something out. You know, you need to heal yourself within mm. to um, to get healthy. Yes, most, most definitely. Most definitely. 
Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And we're looking forward to our next episode. See you later. Bye. Go to our Facebook page, Awakening Soul Circle, and like us so you won't miss the next episode. Feel free to share the podcast with your friends and family as well, because they might get some value out of it too. Stay tuned and we'll catch you soon.